0: Hello and welcome to Fly Like an Angel, the unofficial Tumbridge Angels fan podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of Fly Like an Angel, the unofficial Tunbridge Angels fan podcast. Thank you so much for for listening in again. I hope you enjoyed last week's debut episode. Um, It's been a crazy week. I've had so much feedback. So thank you. Genuinely, thank you so much for that, because it all has been positive. Um, Even those who know him, Lee, the hitman from the forum, said it was a seven out of ten. That is praise in my eyes. So thank you, Lee. Um, But... Tonight's episode is, is going to be a little bit different the whole plan of this podcast was to have it bi-weekly talk about games, talk about the season, find out about different Tunbridge Angels fans. However, tonight we've got a Bradford fan on. Um, you've all heard about him, Johnny Carrington. He's been raising lots of money for our club. So we're going to find out why he's done that. We've got a couple of other Tunbridge fans on who you'll find out who they are in a moment. And at the end, we also have a very special interview with the Tunbridge Angels club captain, Mr. Sonny Miles. So you can hear that at the end, uh, um, but first, I will introduce you to my first guest. He is becoming a Tunbridge Angels legend, but he's a Bradford City fan. It's Mr. Johnny Carrington. How are you doing, Johnny?
1: How uh, are you? All right. Yeah, all good, thank you. You having a good week? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys.
0: That's all right. No worries. Well, we wanted to get you on because we want to find out a bit more about you and, and to find out why you've done what you have done. But we'll touch on that later on. My second guest this evening, you all know him. He's on the Terraces week in, week out. It's diehard Tunbridge Angels fan, Bernard Chick. How are you doing, Bernard?
2: Great, thank you.
0: Good, good. And our third guest this evening, he's got Tunbridge in his blood on his Twitter profile and on his skin is Mr. Martin Baker. How are you doing, Martin? You are All right.
3: Evening, gents. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you.
0: Good, good. I've got the bleep button ready. I've been warned.
3: No, hopefully you see a different side of me tonight. <laughs> try my best.
0: So, um, so yeah, we've mentioned obviously about this, this amazing last week for the club and the media attention the club's got and and everything that's gone on. Um, but it all started last Tuesday when I was looking on Twitter and I saw that Johnny had started a, a fundraising campaign. Um. Now, Johnny's going to talk to us about that a little bit later on, um, but I, I first want to go over to Bernard because um, w- we all know as Tunbridge fans the, the fundraising and, and, and the, the need for money at the club and, and the reasons why. Um, but before we go to Johnny and discuss sort of why he's done what he's done and find out a bit about Johnny himself, um, Bernard, I just wanted you to talk about ups and downs and, and, and tell us a bit about yourself and, and, and what that's all about, if that's okay.
2: Right. Ups and downs is a small community interest company, we work with people with learning disabilities. Uh, A Few of them have got physical disabilities as well. I started 11 years ago because I have a son with Down syndrome, which you guys know, probably the most well-known Tunbridge Angel supporter there is, and best friend to Mr. Steve McKim. What has happened over the years is we always needed decent premises and we've never had them. Uh, and then suddenly, a few years ago, I started talking first with Steve Gurcher, the previous chairman, and then it carried on with Dave Netherstreet about a piece of ground in the Longmead Stadium, which basically was a tip, um, but was perfect size-wise for what we wanted. And it's carried on from there. So it's taken us four years since the first chat with the football club, We've got a piece of land there, which currently now has steel piles sticking out of the ground because we have started in the last two weeks. Um, I would hope the building is up and finished by the end of March. When it is finished, um, everybody gains. We gain because we get a terrific building, local community, which we're very keen on, new shop. Which will sustain our business, public toilets, which are non-existent in that end of Tunbridge. Um, the football club get rent from us. Um, they also get a new club shop and offices as part of the building. Um we are, wow. are quite confident we're gonna have a disability football team up and going, perhaps. Well, who knows when beginning and ends of seasons are, but at some Brilliant. stage. Um, it's something we started talking to Tommy Parkinson about. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's just win-win-win.
0: So, you know, we're going to find out from Johnny in a second. But from from your point of view, when you saw what Johnny's done for the for the club and the fundraising, what was your what was your initial thoughts and, and how did you, um, how did you hear about it? And
2: well, I first I first came across it on Twitter. My first thoughts were, why isn't this guy supporting a non-league football club? Because like <laughs> a lot of us, um, I think personally, and I'll admit it's wrong, I think over the years, you've sort of had this them and us thing. You know, there's a football league and all the big clubs, and then there's us down in the non-league thing, where we know that you've got these marvellous people. And clearly, what you've got here is a guy who's probably, my guess, very local to his football club. And his football club is probably very important to him, as Tunbridge Angels is to all of us. Um, just phenomenal, I think. He's, you know, I don't think there's anybody at Tunbridge that would argue with the fact that it's just a brilliant thing to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and, um, and Martin, as as a fan as well, what was what was your um, like initial reaction when you saw it, and then saw it snowballing? What's what's your opinion been on it? I
3: mean, I think I think the word legend gets brandished around a lot. Um, you know, especially in today's sort of era and generation, I think what Johnny did is legendary. Definitely for our level, um, I do also believe that it shows. As someone that's keen in history and also football history, it shows that you know, as a Bradford fan, I think I speak on behalf of all football fans, non-league and football league. That um, excuse me, that uh, they still remember their roots. They still remember, you know, the heritage of where it all be, you know where it all but you know started from, basically. And um I think whilst the gap is ever increasingly getting bigger between the Premier League, like Bernard said, them and us, I think it is between football league, non-league and definitely Premier League, there is a huge gap. There's a massive divide there, which the further away the Premier League gets the better because the likes of Johnny and, you know, little teams like Tumbridge Angels come together and we all realise we've all got one thing in common and that's the love for football. And when I see it snowball, especially today's news as well, reaching that five K target, um, you know, I thought you know. Well, you know, I was hoping it would get there, but to get there so quick as it has is absolutely overwhelming.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely agree. So we're going to hear from Johnny now. So you've heard, we've given you a massive build-up. So before we talk about the the fundraising and 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 the draw and and, and actually Tunbridge Angels, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, so so like, I'm sure there's a lot of Tunbridge fans that want to actually know, you know, about you. So as a football fan, so you know, where you're from, how long you've been a Bradford fan. Yeah, what's, what's your history?
1: Yeah, so, um, funnily enough, to be fair, um, I grew up 31 years old. I grew up as a child four four streets away from Helen Road, Leeds Leeds Ground. (laughs) um, When I was about three years old, apparently, I I can't remember it, but apparently I went to a a Bradford game and I always said, I want to support them from that day. Um, And I've always been, like, rebellious. So, growing growing up on the estate next to the stadium, uh, you know, they're all wearing Leeds shirts, they all had Nigel Martin, Mark Biduca shirts. There's me walking around with a Bradford shirt on, you know, looking absolutely clueless like. But yeah, um, I'm just I'm just me, mate. work for I work for a fat, I work I'm a pharmacy technician for um a family company in Leeds. Um okay. I've got um, there's a missus, we've got kids each, we've got a little baby boy on the way during February. Um we we've got a dog, you know, I'm just your typical old well, yeah. Let's say old, but I'm just your normal guy, you know. Yeah. I, I love football. Football and snooker, are what I do best. Can't play them, but I do them best. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm just I'm just a typical football fan, you know. I absolutely love to watch football. I'll will watch anything at work. At work, I'll put the computer on at work, and I'll be watching some United Emirates game. You know, that's kicked off at half past twelve or something, just because I love football. Um. And yeah, really, that that that's about it. You know, there's not a lot to say about myself. You know.
0: That's, that's brilliant. And what's really interesting there, I think a lot of Tunbridge fans could probably relate to that with the with the Bradford with the Bradford shirt in, in a Leeds area. Because um, f- for myself, I know people already know this, but I, I live in, funnily enough, we're recording this as uh, Bradford are playing at home to South End. Uh, but I actually do live in South End because I used to live in Tunbridge and I moved to South End. Um, so for me, when I moved to South End as a kid, um, people would say to me, Who do you support? And I say, Tunbridge Angels. I'm a seven-year-old. I've supported Tunbridge Angels all my <laughs> life, you know, and 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 it wasn't until maybe two years in I thought, oh, maybe I should support a different team here because no one knows who they are. But I didn't. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe the second team I do follow is that that North London team that wear white. But we won't talk about that. But um, but 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 Tunbridge, I've always proudly wore my Tunbridge Angels shirt. Um, and and I think for people that live in Tunbridge as well, I mean, I I know Martin. I, I, obviously you've got the Tunbridge Angels tattoo, so you're very proud to to show your roots as well. So I, th- I think also linking into what Bernard was saying there, it's, it's spot on with, with the, the um, sorry, Martin was saying earlier, between the link between non-league and, and sort of the lower league is, is actually a lot closer than, than oh, maybe realise it. And, and and not not in size of clubs, because obviously your fan base is massive and Bradford is a massive club, but the community aspect. Um, so no, that's great. So then... Firstly, what was what was your thoughts when you when you saw the draw um, and, and and you realised you got drawn away to, to Tunbridge Angels and and talk to us about that day and then and then what happened and, and how you started the fundraising?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so, um, I was I was watching the draw. I was watching the draw live on my phone, um, and it it got drawn out. So obviously, Tunbridge, you guys were at home. But my first thought was, um, it was a different team. If there's a different team, is it Tunbridge Wells? Yeah, that's the team in yeah. Tunbridge I'd heard of. I've not, i not heard of you guys before, um, mm. or I, I had. But so I play a lot of football manager as well. That's me, geek, the geek side of me. Um, so I'd, I'd noticed, I'd noticed you on there bef- the name a few times, um, but yeah, the, the draw came out, and me and the missus were sat there. She was like, "Well, who, who are they?" And I, <laughs> I, I had to tell her. I said, "Look, they had some little." Some little tiny club that I've got, you know you got nothing basically. You know I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah. So no, I said, you, you're a nobody really. Um, you're a little market town in Kent. Um, and then we I said to us that I, oh, I, said I said it's 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 unfortunate. Actually, because we'd have probably we'd have probably brought one or two thousand fans down. You know, and probably made made we we'd have put some white right going at club. You know, we'd have like you say, if you're looking at tickets at ten pound a ticket, two thousand fans that's twenty grand. You know. Just mm-hmm. stuff like that. Everybody buys a pint, a pint at the game. Let's say a tenner. You know, there could have been sixty or seventy thousand pound matchday income there. You know, with the tickets and everything. And I just felt, you know, I, I just felt sorry for you guys. I thought, you know, this is probably. I, I, I didn't know you at the time. I didn't know the club at the time, and I thought this is probably your biggest game in your history. Um, and you know, and it's typical of COVID. It's happened, and you're going to get nothing out of it. Yeah, you're going to get the FA Cup money. You know, yeah, but you know, and with. The way I see it is we get it every year, you know, we're in the FA Cup first round every year, you know, so it's nothing special to us. But this is your first time in 48 years. Um, and I just thought, you know what, What, what can we do so So I was looking on your website um, and, it, and I saw the 12th man campaign, um, obviously because I'd read it was, you're, you're owned by the fans, you're a community club. Um, and I thought, so I sent, I sent a couple of tweets out on a couple of Facebook groups and I was like, oh, what? They've got a twelfth man group, you know. Shall, shall we give them all? A, shall we give them a fiver? Just to, you know, we, we'd spend money on the day, you know. Let's let's put think thinking three or four people sticking fiver in. Then someone jokingly said, "Oh, why don't you just go and do a Just Giving page?" Then, um, after a couple of snide comments, you know, after not looking after your own team, um, so I looked onto Just Giving. I'd never done it before, you know. I'm not a tech yeah. savvy, um, and it was free, and I thought, yeah, go on then. And I thought, oh, what, what budget can we put? And I thought, 100. I didn't think we'd get £100, but and I thought, let's just throw it I let's throw it at a thousand. You know, we're never going to hit it. People might look at it and go, oh, look at him. He's nowhere near a thousand. I'll give him a fibre. You know, and yeah. it, it's, it's rocketed. You know, we went up a thousand pounds every day for the first four days. Yeah.
0: It's
1: you know, amazing, it's isn't just, it? It, it's, and I've had, it, it's been, it's crazy because we've had, I've had a chairman from another club donate. Um, I've had fan, I've had fans not just from us or even yourself because obviously you guys can't go to the game so you guys have been donating as well. Um, I've had fans from all over the country. You know, I've had uh, Crystal Palace fans. I had a couple. Obviously, there's Man United fans everywhere. I've had a couple of Man United fans. You know, Ipswich Town. They, that you know, I've had a fan put a fiver in from Ipswich Town, and it's just been it's just been phenomenal. You know, I, I never I like I said I never expected to get a hundred pounds. You know, yeah. and the way I see it is that we've raised five thousand pounds for having a crazy idea, watching Coronation Street with life. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> and and what a difference is is made as well. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of all fans, I think firstly thank you, because what you said there is very true. I mean, we've been waiting all my lifetime it's been 48 years but all my lifetime we've never got into the first round of the the FA Cup Um, and and the first game we played in the FA Cup this season was away to Farnborough um, and you couldn't have away fans there and I know a few of us probably about 60 or 70 of us in the end snuck in as neutrals Um, and I I happened to be speaking to, to one of the other fans there um, and, and he said before we even kickoff, he said, this will be the year when it, this will be the year we get to the first round of the FA cup and there'll be no fans and prize money's lower as well. Um, TV funds are lower, etc. So, so we sort of joked about it and then it's happened and don't get me wrong. You know, you still got that feeling inside of the happiness. We've got Bradford in the FA cup, we're on telly and all of that, but there is that, there is that bit of you before, obviously, um, you've, you've done what you've done, done where you're thinking, oh, it's, it's. It's not. I don't want to say typical Tunbridge because we have had success with the playoff final, and and we've we've got a great team, and and it's been building. We've had a lot of fun times over the last few years, but you feel like, oh, that's just our luck, isn't it? We've got through the FA Cup the year that everything's lower and all that. But the the um, you know, we've we've got the TV, we've got a bit of TV money now as well, but and it's still not yeah what it would have been last year and what it may be in years to come so f- for the future hopefully that's that was sp- but we, we've done it now we've got we've got to the first round of the fa cup you know the, that will take the that will be the weight off it's like england winning yeah. a penalty shootout in the world cup it's, it's done now hopefully they won't have that on their shoulders anymore um and so maybe for the team going forward it'll be the same thing but but absolutely, just by raising that little bit of money, but then it's just building, it's snowballed, and the media have taken control. And and it's, I mean, I know you've you've been, you've been you're a man in demand, aren't you, at the moment? You've you've interviews all over the place.
1: It's gone through the roof, literally. I, I was late to join you tonight because I was on with the Sun. Um, the <laughs> Sun newspaper have got an article going about going out about the fundraiser tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. um, so that was literally at half past seven earlier on. Um, there's been BBC Radio Leeds, there's been BBC. South East, uh, Kent TV, there's been a couple of online like football blog interviews, you know. I'm just your little old man, mate, honestly, I ain't got a clue what to do. You know, I've never downloaded Zoom before, but I didn't know what Zoom was, you know, I didn't have a clue. Uh, but it's gone out of this world, you know. I'm waiting for Queen to call me for NBA or something like that, you No know. um, you know, jokes aside, though, It's it's, you know... I, I I do want to say though it's not been me. I've, I've said this to you before, and you know, I just made the page the page and I chucked a load of tweets out. It's the fans that have donated. You know, I've just got the page up now on the laptop, and I've got three. There's been 322 donations. You know, so it's them yeah. them guys that are the heroes. You know, I just did the page and the tweets. You know, they need more. There's more more recognition than I do. You know, and obviously I know everyone can't be thanked like, but if, if if you ever get five or six from listening to me, you know thank you to them guys because if without them we won't be sat here chatting
0: yeah no that's that's very true so that sort of links into my my next part which um i'll I'll send you these afterwards so you've got these but i um, am you're not aware of this we've got a tunbridge well you might be aware of this part we've got we've got a tunbridge angels fans forum um and over the years myself included it's probably been a, a tool for negativity um however the last the last few years for myself i know i've tried to make myself more positive um and i thought let's let's get a positive spin so i just i just asked people if they wanted to give you any messages um and i've got Two pages of responses here, so I'm not going to read them all out. I'm going to send them over to you, Johnny. And and as you said, you know these aren't necessarily just for you because these these are for every single person that's donated. But there's one here that says, "A warm welcome is ready for him whenever it's safe to have fans back at longmead A VIP match experience has to be in the offering with a meal afterwards and a few jars." Now that was from Angel Fan 2018. I don't know if he's offering the meal, whether he expects the club to, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you've already got a few beers from Steve McKim lined up. But there we go. Um, another one is just a big thank you and this is very much appreciated. It really is a case of Every Penny Helps being a community-based community, ba- community based club. We must keep our hands above water to survive. If this generous gesture is a difference between us surviving or not, then you deserve our most heartfelt thanks. Um, and that one, that one goes on, but that's from Audiolab. Um, one from Ray Meister. Non-league football is important to a lot of people. Um, on lo- last week's podcast, we mentioned that it's in value in terms of mental health, and Ray couldn't agree more. The current pandemic means that there are a lot of people struggling with all kinds of problems, including mental health issues. Football is an outlet, and that said, whilst premiership clubs are spending hundreds of million pounds on players and transfer windows, it's amazing to see lower league clubs... Um, sorry, it's not amazing. It's heartfelt to see lower league clubs struggling financially or going bankrupt. They're a massive part of our fans' lives. Tunbridge, we aren't a rich club. Um, and we were, well, we were told, and, and we, the club were in financial issues earlier on in the season. And, and I just want to touch on that, not from spending out beyond our means. It was just because of money was 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 running out from having to know home games for such a period of time. Um, Johnny, your gesture and the donations of Bradford City and all other football fans around the country is humbling and proof, indeed, that there is a true football community um another one this is from Norfolk Angel with generous fans like Johnny we can only wish their beloved Bradford City a return to the glory days and they go on and they go on um and and I'll send you the rest over but there's as I say I think I've got about 10 or 11 replies there and, and that's just a few people that replied to me you know so from as a Tunbridge fan and I'm sure Bernard and Martin would agree thank you for setting this up and if you're listening and you've donated thank you so much for donating we really do appreciate it and and uh and, and hopefully, you know all those people that donated one day, and, and yourself, Johnny. You, when we're allowed back into the grounds, you can come down and, and see what we're all about, and you can hear Martin shouting at the top of his voice as he does cheering on the fans. <laughs> so, um, yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much, mate. Brilliant.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: That's all right. So, with, with regard to that, then let's let's just have a look. We're closer to the to the game. It's coming up. We're going to be on on the BBC on on the iPlayer, and we're going to be on the red button. So, um. I'll start off with the Tunbridge fans first and then I'll, I'll go on to you, Johnny. So, Bernard, obviously we can't be there and and, and for you and Rob, obviously, it's it must be gutting not, not to be uh, yeah, able to see this game. But what's your what's your thoughts about the game? Are you looking forward to it? How do you feel?
2: Um, yeah, I, I think it's sort of mixed feelings. The fact that we can't be there, I think really does feel a little bit like a kick in the guts. But at the same time, I feel actually quite optimistic don't ask me why um but that's me i'm always the optimist and um if i was honest i'd i'd love to see dear old nathan elderback just for that one game because i think it's the bloody life out of them but um you know i think at the end of the day um we've just got to be i don't know what the word is really um I think you know no doubt mr McKim will tell them all the players you know you go out and enjoy it and i guess you've got this situation haven't you where we we can't lose really because we expect really that a team of their stature is um not going to give us a hammering because i ought to tell you the last time you see this is the difference between me and you two you were martin i was actually at the gut last game that 48 years ago when Charlton hammered us five nil and all I'm hoping is we don't see that sort of result again. Um, (laughs) So looking forward to it. Um, Not sure about my bubble and this thing about, you know, only six of you and all that. Um, I have a funny feeling that uh, I'll have a few more of that in my house on Saturday afternoon, but... Listen to the noise when we score.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that when we score. I love, I love that. And and Martin, what about you? I mean, as, as am I, we're gutted not to be standing behind that goal, watching this game and and singing as loud as we can. But yeah, what's your, what, what are you thinking about it all?
3: Well, that's it. I think um, yeah, gutted isn't is is one of many words I'll probably use because I think it'll be an all day thing. I'm talking like a a zero six hundred wake up call. Um, waking up the house at six thirty, starting to sing losing my voice, and then starting to uh, pick on random Northerners walking through the ice street before I reach the Georgian Dragon, and then um, no, I think I think Bernard's hit the nail on the head there. Um, I, I, it's funny because I think the whole football season so far, I've I've kind of it's taken a wind out of me massively. I mean, I've been looking at football games recently. Apart from the Oxford game, which I wasn't happy about at all. But um, I think I'll be looking at most results up and down the pyramid like a neutral. Um, yeah, I, I think it's still going to be such a great moment, uh, especially to be on telly. I know a lot of my mates at work and a lot of my family friends who are unfortunate Spurs fans as well are going to be watching. Um, but uh, I I don't know who's going to win, but I'm confident both teams are going to score. Uh, both teams have scored but I mean no disrespect to Johnny but he's been in these situations in the past and we all know that we've got nothing to lose you know They're, they've got their reputation on the line um, we're just so happy buzzing to be in this position aren't we and uh, yeah I think yeah, both teams have scored I'm going to go <laughs> Angels 2-1 2-1
0: we're going to come to predictions but we've got that in early I like that <laughs> Angels 2-1 so if, if we're going to do predictions who's on the score sheet for the Angels for you?
3: Me, uh I think the Costa, yeah. and I'm I'm gonna say a Sonny Miles 90th minute striking header because he owes me three <laughs> goals and five clean sheets, and then I'm gonna get a picture of him tattooed on me somewhere, aren't I? That was a beget uh the bet <laughs> oh, at the yeah, beginning of the true, season. Yeah. yeah, so uh let's see if he uh, answers to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't both I, I love that, but Sonny Miles was on my prediction, at 85th minute, so there we go. <laughs> 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 no pressure, Sonny, if you listen. Um and in uh, and, and and Bernard, well, I'll come to you now and ask for your predictions. So go on. Have you got score prediction and and scorers if you want to go that far for the game?
2: I, um, I I have a feeling it's set up to be a draw, and then we've got the dreaded penalty shootout. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't even want to think about a penalty shootout.
0: Uh, we're we're just as bad as England at them, aren't they? I don't want to look at our record. Um, I think I've seen us win one.
2: You know, in the past, of course, you know. I think it's another great shame. I could honestly see a draw and then looking forward to a Tuesday night in Bradford. Unless yeah. good old Johnny would have probably put at least 20 or 30 of us up in his gaff, I would hope. But I <laughs> had this feeling, you know, I don't know, when I saw the draw, I thought, you know, we. I always think, this again is my age, but I always think back to the famous Joe Radford goal against Newcastle with those years ago. And you just look at, sorry, am I the only one that remembers that because of my age? I can't even remember who, (laughs) but, you know, this guy's on the halfway line, goes forward about 10 yards and bangs the bloody thing like a rocket. And, you know, we've got players in our team, Mr. Turner, for instance, is more than capable of banging one in from a distance. Um, Who knows? Or it might be, of course, our friend Deshaun who repeats what he did
0: um in the <laughs> a, l- a little dance from out the middle, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> so um so yeah, just touch on that before before I asked Johnny about the game. And that's very true. We haven't discussed that yet. The replay situation as well. Um any other season you'd be you'd be hoping for a for a win or even a replay to so then what would all be Trying to get Tuesday off as as quick as we could and and arranging train tickets and and hotels and stuff. So that's another thing that obviously won't be happening this season. Um, um Johnny. So yeah, what, as as a Bradford fan, um, coming into the game, do you do you what do you think about the? I don't want to say the chances because you've got to be fairly confident we're the underdogs, but. How do you think Bradford would approach it? I know obviously there's been a few sticky results. I mean, at the moment obviously you're beating South End, but there's there has been a few sticky results and it hasn't been the easiest of seasons. So do you think there'll be a bit of pressure on the team or, or do you reckon it will be
1: a a routine win? What's your thoughts as a fan? Yeah, um there's a, there's definitely a lot there's definitely a lack of confidence. Um yeah, we're beating South End 3 0 at the moment. Uh to be fair, everybody's beating South End this season. <laughs> um but, it, it, it's a massive game, if, you know. I spoke to you guys before, and I said, you know, I've had a couple of quid on you guys winning, you know, because i really aren't confident. At all, and um, we've we, we've just, had, um we didn't. We we had no winning four games. I think we had three defeats and a nil-nil draw, um not scoring once in them. Um, and we've got the likes, we've got the likes of Lee Novak, Clayton Donaldson, you know, front who were they've scored goals left, right, and centre up and down the leagues. But this season, we just. Aren't doing anything. To be fair, so t- to be honest, I, I aren't expecting miracles um, or anything, you know. But it- the the sad part about it is, if 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 you guys win, it's- that'll be the end for Stuart McCall for us. Um, you know, there's a lot of co- lot of fans calling for his head at the moment, yeah. Um just because it- it's his third time as a manager, it's his fifth return to the club two as a player, three as a manager, um, and it- and he's just nothing's going right, you know. Um, he, he, he struggles with his, with his press conferences. He comes out saying, yeah, we played well, we did all right. We've just been beat 4-0. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And it, it's, it's a tough one. You know, in, it, if it, in my heart, I am looking at probably a 3-0 win you know, to, Usga, to, to Bradford. Um, after, this, after this week, I'd like to see a little cheeky draw. you know, And then whatever happens on penalties, happens on penalties. And just to let you guys know, we've we've won ten out of our last eleven penalty shootouts. So, <laughs> um, yeah. well, yeah, when, so... if it goes to
0: penalties, uh,
1: <laughs> put your bets
0: on then. Because I don't know what the odds exactly. will be, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just, all I hope for is a is a good competitive game. Yeah, you know, it, it's 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 the FA Cup. It's what it's all about. I want I want you guys. To get a couple of goals, you know, I want us to get a couple more goals, like, right? but you know, <laughs> I, I, want, I, want to, I want to see that FA Cup happen. You know, I want to see like your guys. I don't think many of you guys have played in the Football League before your players. Um, I, I, want, I want to I see, really I want to see a couple of them, you know, maybe score and be, and you know, just be able to stand there and say, I've scored against Bradford City. Yeah. you know. Um, but apart from that, mate, I hope you lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, and, and once again, say, I say I'll ask this question for the Tunbridge fans that are listening. I saw something on Twitter, um, and I, and you may have already heard about this, and and you'll find out why after, why after I've asked this question. But what's the truth in Bradford not being able to defend crosses very well at the moment? Is there much truth in that,
1: or uh, absolutely Every, everything? I think uh, I want to say probably seventy-five percent of our goals have come in from set pieces. From you know, from corners, from crosses, everything like that. We, we, we're awful, mate. We've got dwarfs. In, we've got dwarfs in defence. No one's over four foot. Well,
0: the only thing I say to that, and once again, no, absolutely no disrespect, because this is such a shame that we. I think you're such a lovely guy, and it's such a shame that we are all from different teams here. But I don't know what the percentage of Tunbridge goals are from crosses and headers, but I think they've got to be pretty high because that's, a, <laughs> that's yeah. a that's that's this. Got some. We've got some players that can whip it in. So that, as a Tunbridge <laughs> fan, that's the only thing that. When I saw that, that's the only thing that filled me with hope. I thought
1: I can
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: see what happens there But well, yeah, we, I'll be honest with you. If, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get a goal or two, it'll come from a corner or a cross. Yeah. yeah. You know, because we we just can't we can't defend them. We really can't. Well, there we go. That's 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 filled
0: us with a bit of hope there. Cheers. <laughs>
1: Um, so before
0: before we finish up today, um, just to, just a few more things just to quickly uh, to go through. So, Bernard, obviously, I, I didn't ask you this earlier on, but can you remember your first Tunbridge Angels game? Sounds like it was a while ago.
2: <laughs> the honest answer is no, because it was a bloody long time ago. In fact, I'll give the game away, but it was 55 years ago. So you can see, <laughs> um, I don't normally tell people my age, and Martin obviously <laughs> finds that very amusing, um, in fact the only the, the one thing I can remember about my first game is possibly one of the best players I ever saw in the Tunbridge shirt there was a guy called Joe Carolyn Joe Carolyn um, must be about the only player that ever played for Tunbridge, it came from Manchester United and um, he was one of, I don't think he was a Busby babe as such but he was a guy who headed the ball like a rocket, played centre half absolutely brilliant and, that's really all I've ever remembered in the early days, and I went away from Tunbridge for a while because of business and came back oh nine years ago, I guess it must have been ten years ago when I first brought Rob down there and um yeah, since then we've had our ups and downs bits, haven't we yeah.
0: but- <laughs> so was that when we were in the was it when we we're in the conference our first time round, or was it before or after?
2: About two... I came back... I'm not good on time, but I came back about two seasons before we got promoted the first time. Uh, OK. And um, I I struggle sometimes to remember games, funny enough. I don't know. It could just be my bloody age. But um, I think most of the games that I remember tend to be the ones where the comeback... Uh, you know, we, we had that period where it seemed that we were always struggling, and in the last few minutes, we, somebody popped up and put the ball in the net, and we went away thinking, shit, we won that 2-1. How did we do it? Because for a lot of... The one that I've always remembered is the Finchley game. And yeah. that was a strange occurrence for me, because it was the only time my wife's ever been down there. And she left at <laughs> half-time because we were losing 3-0, and we <laughs> ended up winning 4-3. But... um. <laughs> Great memories, though. Great memory.
0: That was the um, that was the famous Jerome Sobers game, wasn't it? That was his. Got
2: two and Nathan he got two, so yeah. You know what? What a game that was.
0: <laughs> and um, and Martin, what about yourself? When was your first game? Well, then?
3: I can't remember my first game, but I can assure you, back then it was cars and not horse and cart. unlike like Bernard, um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, no, I think I think I like I said over the years I went to. See, when I was younger, I was got taken down. And then, obviously, when I, I grew a set and uh, started hanging around with the late Griff, uh, who passed away from us a few years ago, who introduced me to like singing and getting behind the team, behind the goals, that's when I started singing. And, obviously, as you all know, when he left and left onto a better world, so we can't, I kind of like, kept up that tradition. Um, but, like Thank Bernard, you. I think there's many memorable games for me. Many memorable games. I think, mean, for uh in a Singing for 90 minutes, being 1-0 down. I don't know what their issue is with our club. I know it's thanks to Steve, but Kingston <laughs> I think the issue Steve McKim, isn't it? 1-0 <laughs> <yeah, laughs> <that> uh, one. <laughs> down and coming back and winning 2-1. Um, Hereford's at home. That was, again, I think the last FA Cup run I remember we had. Then obviously losing so poorly to Dartford the way we did. But yeah, you know, that that, um, that game we lost to Dartford. I think it was 3-0 saw something like that. Uh, don't yeah, quote me on that score, yeah. but yet we, you know, we had a greater atmosphere than we did at home to Hereford Super Playoff Final. But then again, I, I, I wasn't actually believe it, or not drinking that day, um, and I thought that game was a bit blase. wasn't the best uh, football I've seen us play. But um, I think it'd have to be Lowestoft Playoff Final when we first got promoted to the National South. I just remember opening my mouth when that Lewis Taylor goal went in. And then just noise yeah. followed. And afterwards, uh, let's put it like this: at the end of the end of the evening, I was drunk walking up and down my mother-in-law's house, and she saw me everything. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's a few other Tunbridge Angels fans, I think, that's probably seen. Oh, <laughs> <I'll, I'll laughs> a lot of Angels
3: fans have probably seen me half naked. I mean, I think the wife's <laughs> seen me naked quite a few times, obviously, and uh, I think my in-laws have seen me naked. But yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows there's been a few games, maybe they haven't seen, but I've had to bore them a lot about, but um, yeah.
0: (laughs) And um, uh, Johnny, because you're on here and still listening, and and this must be incredibly boring, this part (laughs) us going through our old Tunbridge Angels days, but once you finish this, and if there are any other uh, fans of other clubs listening, have a look on YouTube, um, Tunbridge Angels 4, lowest off 3, playoff final, um, because that was the last time Longmead was fully packed out. Um, and there's there's two there's two videos. One randomly is done by um, Berry Town Football Club, and that's the one you want to have a listen to because it's got no commentary, and you can just hear the roar when our fourth goal goes in, Lewis Taylor. And um, I th- that will give you an idea, I think, of of what Longmead would have been like this Saturday had we all been there. Um, And then the other one is our super playoff final against Met Police, which the atmosphere actually on video doesn't come across great because they didn't have a stand at one end. So the sound just went up. But once again, when, when we scored the, the in extra time to to get promoted out of this was a year and a half ago. So to get promoted into conference South, we all went mental. Um, (laughs) And it's just a shame that, um, you know, we, even if it's even if Tunbridge end up losing, which obviously I really hope we don't, but if we if we can get that first goal, that first goal in an FA Cup game where where the non-league club erupts, I think I'm getting I'm, I'm getting tingling on my back now thinking about that Lowestoft <laughs> game, and I'm just thinking what could have been this Saturday. So yeah, have, oh, have a look yes. online at line at the video at like that. Well, um, thank you very much this evening for for all being part of this. Um, it's been it's been a great evening. Hope you've all enjoyed it. Yes, thank you. Yeah, brilliant. And um, all I can say is good luck on Saturday, Johnny. Um, I'm sure you'll be watching as as many Bradford fans will. And um, I hope we win (laughs) and I hope we're all friends afterwards. But more importantly, I hope that when we're allowed back to games, you're going to come down to Tunbridge. um, And I think you're going to be treated like royalty and you're not going to have to pay for any drinks. Um, because I, I can imagine well I think Steve's already buying you loads isn't he but if, if the bar tab from Steve McKim runs out I'm sure there'll be a long line of Tunbridge Angels fans um, and ready to, to, to buy your drink so thank you very much boys and um, thank you very much for, for finishing this in episode 2 thank you
1: yeah, cheers guys thank you very much
0: Well, there we go. That was episode two of Fly Like an Angel. Uh, It was a special edition of this podcast. Come on, you angels. I hope we can get a result on Saturday. Um, If any of the team, any any of the managing, coaching staff are listening, we're all behind you. We're all going to be singing, watching the telly. Oh, it's I'm getting emotional thinking about it. It's gonna be absolutely brilliant. Um win, lose, or I won't say draw, win, lose, or penalty shootout, we love you and come on you, angels. This is now my interview with Sonny Miles. I hope you enjoy it. Once again, please give us your feedback. Um if there's anything we can improve on, please let us know. And if you want to be a guest, hit us up on the socials. We have got a new Twitter page, Fly Like an Angel Five. Um, we've got a new Uh, logo thanks to one of my friends Jack Peters for getting that sorted we've got a new jingle which I hope we can have the song doesn't seem to be copyrighted I've sorted that out this week I really like that song Um, I hope you hope you do too Um, and we will be back next week with some new guests and um, I'm looking forward to it I hope you are too all right here's the interview with Sonny Miles have a great week and come on, new angels Thank you very much for for joining me this evening. Um, and uh, thanks for just having a few words. Um, firstly, how how are things were you? Um, how how are things since you found out we're playing Bradford in the cup? Of obviously having a okay season so far, doing quite well. Um, what was your thoughts on the draw? And and uh, yeah, what was your opinion on that? Yeah, it's a great, it's
4: a great, um, it's a great draw for the for the football club, Bobby. I think you know, ultimately the players are. Um, the ones that get you there and, you know, step over there, over the white line, the, the management give you the instructions to. But I'm ever so pleased for the football club and a whole, you know. Unfortunately, the fans obviously can't be there, which is the right, you know, it's a right pain in the backside really. But um, there's a lot of hard work that goes in behind the scenes, you know, from, you know, Dave, Amy, the, the directors, everyone down, you know, the volunteers, Pete on the pitch, everyone. It's, you um, it's a great draw for the football club, not just the players. So, yeah, it's 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 um it's, it's welcome, you know. Since I, you know, I think I said another interview the other day, since we've since I've been there, we've never quite managed to get there. We've always managed, with a, you know, to have a difficult draw, or we've lost a opposition we shouldn't have lost to. So, you know, it's nice for it finally to come round. So, and yeah, and you know, the season's going alright. We've had some good results, we've had some bad results, um, but yeah, it's, I think it's going well.
0: Brilliant, and um, and you mentioned it there about obviously not having fans. I mean, we've we've already had a discussion as fans and saying that you know, yeah, don't, you know, we, we are absolutely gutted that we won't be involved. But we, we all we all, you know, even know you as players, or or, or we you know, in, interact on Twitter and social media and things like that. But yeah. we we can't imagine what it must be like for you as players to, to be in this stage, and we are just so happy for you guys, you know. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah. Like, uh, I think it's one of that probably to know you.
4: You only get there if um, you, you only get there if you deserve to. You know you got to beat what's in front of you. You know we had we had some tricky tires as well. You know we had the farmer one, which is our first game back. Um, now it's always you can play as many preseason friendlies as you want. You know, but when you get back, you're straight into it. You, it's the first time we played in front of fans again. You know, it was um, it was tricky. We went to Chichester on a Tuesday night. Again, it was a relatively tricky t- tire. We done well. And then, obviously, the touring game, you know, we well, I think we executed a game plan very, very well. You know, I don't know I'm not sure how yeah. it came across when people watched it on there, how, however they watched it. Um, streaming it. It was another brilliant thing the club are doing. Um, but, you know, we, had, we knew exactly how they were going to play and, and, and we, we counted that. And, you know, the scoreline, if, if, you know, albeit it was 5-0, you know, it, it could have been more, really. And I don't think anyone could have had... Um, any qualms about that, you know? So, it, it, you know, as play as players, you know, you can either you, you just got to, you know, I think ultimately you just got to enjoy it. You know, and that's what you've got to do. You know, not many, not many players in non-league get a chance to play in the FA Cup first round. You know, it's a, yeah. it, it's a great achievement. So, uh, the boy the boys should be very very proud of themselves. Um, the club should be very proud of themselves and, it's, and, it's, and ultimately you know it, it'd be a great experience for everyone
0: absolutely yeah and, and you've said it there I mean you, you played so well in that uh, as a team sorry not just yourself but the whole team played so well against Taunton and, and yourself especially I mean you you, you did a great job marking that that striker that um, scored so many goals for them so far this season. But how do yeah, you? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, was, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know he scored so many
4: goals. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he, he must have been. Arthur must have been marking him. It couldn't have been
0: me. <laughs> no, it's <was> definitely you. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, how? So, so with that, how do you go? How do you prepare yourself as as a team to, to play a club like Bradford? How how do you, how do you do that going into it? Um, I think like that like, tonight. We don't. We, we don't. You know too much away but we don't some stuff
4: on uh, you know what w- what we think we could do um oh, it's one, one thing i would give um the, the gaffer huge credit for and the coaching staff and you know even ja- even down to the like, james you know we'd like tonight he's goes to take the time to do some analysis on them you know we sit in front of a telly we watch we watch the things they do we watch their set pieces we watch we you know we we, we think we know how they're going to play we think we know some weaknesses. We think we know what they're good at, you know, and we we as players have no, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have no excuse, excuses when we go out on the football pits because we're so well-prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, you, that's, that's the type of things that sometimes fans and don't see, you know, when you've got like, you know, Barry, um, Barry, Steve, James, Chris, they all give up their time, you know, even during, you know, during out of football hours they're giving up their time to prepare this stuff for us this content for us um how you prepare? i don't i don't really know i don't really do much i don't, I don't really believe in that you know i've got two kids that are running around causing havoc so i, you know, I don't really prepare i prepare by trying to give my wife five minutes when i get home you know but uh, yeah it, when you get a bit older i think it's a little bit different you know you have to look after yourself a little bit more you know you can't you can't um you can't eat a big pizza or anything before, (laughs)
1: but you know, you have to, you have to look after yourself and you just have to prepare, you just, I
4: think when you start doing things out of sync, because it's a big game, because it's just, I think that it doesn't really suit you, you have to, you know, just do what you're used to doing, have your normal meal, have your your normal whatever you're doing, have your normal breakfast, you know, and just turn up like normal, you know, so
0: uh and the bottom line is it's another game of football it's 11 people versus 11 and we on the day better we we'll progress absolutely no that's that's great and um what does it mean to you as as mr Tunbridge you know you're you're the you've you've been here for forever other than that one season <laughs> what, what does it mean to you yeah. to to do this now with with because joking aside I'm, we we know you, you... I'm, uh, i, I honestly, I'm very very proud very very proud um very yeah. proud yeah
4: it's um it's been a long time coming, you know. I like to I like to think my time at Tunbridge, albeit one season where, listen, we, we wasn't great, and we probably let us the, the team we had, then let let ourselves and probably the manager at the time down quite quite drastically in that season we got relegated. But the um, I, I'm very yeah. I like to think my time at Tunbridge has been relatively relatively successful, you know. We, you know, I've been promoted twice. We've, we've got yeah. the FA Cup now. It's um, we've had some good times, had some bad times, but yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice, obviously, if selected to um, lead lead the team out on on the Saturday. You know, not many not many players for someone who just kicks it very far and heads it very far. <laughs> um, I, I, I like, I'll, I've done all right. So, yeah, I, from a personal point of view, um, I, I'll be honoured. It's it, it's a, it's a it, you know, like I say it's a dream. Yeah. It's, I say it's a dream come true. You know, that's a bit of an old cliche, but it's um it's something to look back on in twenty years' time. With the kids and say, look, I've done that, you've done this, You know, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to be able to look at them achievements.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't think you've done yourself enough credit there. I think you do more than that for the team. But <laughs> um, And then just, just finally, um, I don't know if you've seen, I'm, I'm sure you have, but we've had um, Johnny from Bradford on this evening on the podcast talking about this fundraising. Um, he's raised just over £5,000 now for the club. Um, as as one of the club captains and, and as such a big Tunbridge um Figure at James, what what does it mean to you seeing seeing this community aspect it's and well, I think things on Apple are
4: amazing. You know, it's um, it to be honest, it, it makes me a bit really. That someone, there's people out there that can, you know, in in a, in a time where the world's in such a bad place and people yeah. are answering of jobs and things, you know, in all seriousness, it's people being made redundant, left right and centre, people losing their jobs here and there, and for people for someone to. It's a, I, I know he's, um, he's you know he's trying to take a bit of a back, back step from, I've been following it on Twitter and social media and he's saying I'm just setting up the admin but someone's got to think of things like this yeah you know? absolutely and then you know you whip you up a bit of a frenzy and you know to reach £5,000 is uh, you know it's amazing it's amazing it's um, you know I'm, I'm going to send I'm going to send Johnny a private message myself yeah um, towards it towards the end of the week um thanking him for that but it's um yeah i mean uh it's I'm a bit speeches really you yeah. know it's amazing it, it is amazing it is, for people it? to spend you know to give up you know and, and, and let's be let's be honest the, the club the club do, the club deserve it you know they're missing out on probably the biggest game of their you know in a, a long time 30 40 50 years whatever it be. Yeah and um, the, the place would be absolutely rammed wouldn't it, it, it you know it, you know and it, it's, an, it's a brilliant place to play when there when there's two thousand people there you know yeah. wherever you know it'd be um it's, it's a shame that no one could be there but on, yeah, comes... on someone setting up something like that it's absolutely amazing and the man's a credit to himself and he's a, he's a, he's
0: a credit to um, Bradford football club. Yeah. Oh Definitely. brilliant! Well, that's, that's lovely of you to say and, and, and um, I'm sure he'll listen and hear this and um, finally yeah, we yeah. we did we did predictions and and two of us uh, myself <laughs> and Martin I think he's he's got a bet on but we we both and we didn't discuss this but we both said Sonny Miles winner so uh, no pressure mate. Yeah. 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 You know, I bet it worth, I bet it worth, I bet over over kick. <laughs> I think one was it oh no both were headers yeah no. Yeah, both, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go there you go. I think um <clears throat> I
4: think uh, I think it's um it's gonna be it's obviously gonna be a tough game let's make no let's make no bones about it you know you're playing you're playing a full-time team yeah um, course. four four or five years ago whether it was not Chelsea out of Stamford Bridge or whatever it was they've done there you know but it's it's gonna be a tough game lead to lead to opposition um but it, listen it's Again, I'm using another cliché, but it's the magic of the cl- Cup, you know. Yeah. I still believe in it, and the FA Cup seems to be that pushed to one side a little bit now, you know, with all the big, the big clubs playing lesser sides and etc. etc. But it, it's for the non-league teams to try and up, you know, giant killings and whatever you want to call it. But let, let let's try and, you know, I think what's important we stay in the game for as long as possible, um, yeah. and then there's a game, over, you know as the game opens up, maybe we can have a little bit more time on the ball. Um, I mean, you know, give the ball to our ball winners and let's see what happens. They're they keeping the ball away from me. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. You never know, Bobby, one, one might hit me on the back of the head and go in. So yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Uh... Let's go for it. Uh, I don't know. Let's go for a one 0 win then. Let's go for the Nice one. I, I don't quite think it'd be me. You know, you, 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 if, you, if you said to me would Joe Turner score a thirty-five yarder, yes, probably. I'll, I'll put some money on
0: that. <laughs> well that was uh, one of the other predictions. Keith, so Keith, I don't. Yeah, I don't think very likely. <laughs> Nice one. Well, brilliant. Well, thank you very much. for Your time, thanks, Sunny, and um, no just at all. know that you know we 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 aren't we can't be there, but we'll all be singing in our homes and, and we'll be uh, we'll be cheering you on. So yeah, good luck on saturday yeah, mate yeah I hope, everyone, I hope everyone stays safe and um you too yeah, mate everyone for the support and everything like that we're
4: we're, we're very grateful so um i hope everyone staying safe and um and we hope to see you all soon